a podcast, resource, community, and digital media platform. This is Shmoney Radio. People rather talk about, like, you know, their sex lives than money, even with their friends. Casual stereotypes, they're kind of like microaggressions, you know, when we talk about gender. Like, they can be really, really harmful if they're repeated enough because people just start believing them, right? It enters common discourse and you start believing that you're either one thing or the other. You can't be a mathematician and an artist. I had a lot of friends and family asking me what they should be doing with their money. And we decided that we should start a personal finance education business. Um, because there really wasn't anything in the market for people that needed to learn about money, yet it's such a big part of our lives. It was like, okay, I'm going to go buy a bag of chips inside. And I went inside and I was like, this is dumb to use a credit card to buy like, you know, a $2 bag of chips. And I went in and I was like, I'm just going to use my debit card. And then it got declined. And so I was like, oh my God, this is my low moment. Like I don't even have enough money to buy a $2 bag of chips. Put that on credit card because I needed the chips to get me through that moment. (laughs) Hello, shmoney honeys, and welcome back to another Own Your Habit segment here on Shmoney Radio. It has been a couple of weeks since I've done one of these episodes, so I'm excited to get into this one today. You know, it's back to school season, we've got a lot going on, so I felt this was the perfect time to publish this episode, but it's also super timely because this new routine I'm in has been very, very helpful to me and very valuable. So let's get right into it. As I mentioned, I've started a new routine that has prepared me for the week ahead. It keeps me organized and It's honestly just reduced so much anxiety about getting, you know, life things done in addition to work. Because let's face it, both can be really hard to balance. I'm calling this new routine my Monday reset, but really it can be an any day reset. And because it's helped me hone my habits, I wanted to share it with you in hopes that it will help you too. If you didn't know, that's actually the basis for the Hone Your Habits, or HYH as you might have seen it, series on Shmoney Radio. In these bite-sized episodes, I provide tips, tricks, and mindset shifts to help improve your financial literacy and money habits to live a healthier, happier lifestyle overall. And really, this Monday Reset is one of them for me. It's one of those tricks. As I said, life is hectic and I don't know about you, but I've got a new to-do, whether it be for work or whether it's life-related, every day. And balancing that along with the other tasks I need to get done can sometimes be a little stressful anxiety-inducing. When things are extra busy, tackling that one last task at the end of the day, like 
putting away the laundry or even running to the cleaners can be a little exhausting or in my case, it keeps getting pushed to the next day and then the next day. Because I'm a list maker, my notebook often gets a little bit overwhelming if I'm not really like paying attention to what I'm adding to my to-do list. So I'm always looking for ways to refresh and refine my approach and my outlook. Plus, I also, this is like the type A coming out in me, really just get off on checking things off my to-do list. If you're like me, that often makes you feel accomplished. So anything that can really help me streamline what's on my to-do list or streamline just life overall, reduce any anxiety is worth a try. Not to mention anything that will really help me enjoy my days and my work more and give me back some time to myself. That's all a long-winded way of saying that I was kind of in need of a new way to maximize my productivity yet feel fulfilled and relaxed and then I unconsciously performed my first Monday reset and have started doing it weekly and I haven't really looked back. So you may be thinking, why Mondays? Mondays in particular can be a little tough, especially coming off an extra lazy Sunday. And I'm not one of those people who dread Mondays, but for me, they often become a bit of a catch-up day with lots of communication. So email, Slack, calendar. The new week is starting and they're all grabbing my attention when maybe I would just rather be enjoying my coffee and going back to the radio silence of the weekend. But my husband is a teacher and basically gone every day from early morning to early evening by no fault of his own. That's just what his job requires. He also coaches sports after school, so that takes up a lot of his time in the evenings. But it also means that during the week, and I also put some of this on myself because I like things the way I like them, but a lot of the household tasks and chores kind of fall on me. And sometimes we enjoy running errands or doing a grocery haul together. You know, as two foodies, it's often like a date for us. But when the school year starts and Mike is coaching sports, we don't get to do that as often during the week. In any event, I like to take a couple of things off his plate where I can because my schedule allows for it. I'm super flexible, but super busy. (laughs) And instead of us, like we have in years past, especially when we first started dating, making little grocery store runs at 8 p.m. when we're both just like exhausted and hungry or running out of something at an opportune time, I like to set us up for the week so that we can enjoy the time that we have at home together. 
and when we're home and we're comfortable, we have everything we need and we don't need to worry about anything else. So part of why I do this little Monday reset is to benefit the both of us and start my week off on the right foot. If this is relevant to your situation or you just kind of like the idea of a weekly reset, keep on listening. So now I'm going to get into this reset routine. And again, this wasn't like intentional. These are just kind of steps that I've been doing over the past few weeks and I kind of added things and then noticed I was in in this routine and added and subtracted where I kind of felt like things were working and I really just fell into this and it's not like something that you need to live and die by but this is what I've just found really works for me and is helpful to me and I also feel like it's pretty like broad in general so Totally customizable, but I think this, or I should say these steps, really apply to a lot of people's situations. So in the morning, especially on a Monday, the first thing I like to do after guzzling a bunch of water and getting myself dressed is start my day with exercise. But a morning walk really became... A mainstay for me during COVID. Working from home, I'm by myself a lot at my computer and I have to really make a point of getting out of the house. So more than anything, a daily walk benefits my mental health. And I can hear Mike <laughs> laughing at me right now, but really I don't, and I I am so grateful for this and appreciate it and will always be grateful for it, but I don't have to be out the door at a certain time every day. So it's really, it really has to be intentional for me. Like I have to make a point of getting out of the house. And I felt this a little bit more during COVID, but now I've just been in the routine of going for a morning walk for a long time. Anyway, I pop in my earphones and I play a podcast or you know, listen to The Daily, a podcast by the New York Times, you know, get caught up in news. It's a great show. Or even just listen to some music some mornings. I really like quiet in the mornings. I like kind of feeling like I'm starting my day before the whole world gets into motion. And I'll even just listen to like some lo-fi or like jazz, something instrumental and turn it down low. Even more recently, I've been bringing my coffee along on my walk. So a good reusable cup is great to have. My morning walk is really such a calming way to keep myself from going right into work in the morning. It really sets the tone and that fresh air and early morning steps are really key for me. I get some miles in and it's kind of like a walking meditation. Plus, I mean, I could go into it, but there's like countless benefits to fresh air and sun exposure first thing in the morning. I actually recently read into this and walking in the sun with no sunglasses on and getting that full exposure to the sunlight helps kickstart your circadian rhythm. So really just helps wake you up, which 
I often need in the morning. (laughs) So morning walk is step number one. Then when I get home, I kind of prep to go and do the errands that I need to do. Saying errand prep is like a much more complicated example or way of describing what this really is, but it's just, you know, the few minutes that after I get home, I grab my grocery list that I updated the day before and add any other errands that I have to do. I'm one of those people where writing things really helps me remember, so I'm constantly writing myself reminders. But then I grab my reusable grocery and produce bags and anything else that I think I'm going to need while I'm out. And before I head out the door, I make sure I'm freshened up and feel good and comfy because I hate being out and then I'm just like, ugh, I feel gross. I don't know about you, but it just like makes you want to turn back around and go home and things are in motion. So that's the last thing we're trying to do. Step number three is go and do those errands. I head to our favorite markets and stores and tack on trips to any other places I need to go. Like I need to go to the cleaners or the hardware store. And I always keep my tips for grocery shopping on a budget in my back pocket, as well as Shmoney's super savvy shopping list, which I will link in the show notes, but I will also link out to the blog post that will accompany this episode. So you can go and read that post, download that shopping list. But I always kind of have that open on my phone. While I'm out, I'll usually pick up some flowers for the house. This is kind of just like a little self-care item. I love fresh flowers at home and totally optional also like depending on your budget, but it's one of my little simple pleasures. And I also pick up coffee beans for the week from one of our favorite cafes because I don't know about you, but the worst thing is waking up and for someone who really enjoys coffee, finding that you don't have enough to make a good cup. So I will go and grab beans and I'll often treat myself to like a takeout cappuccino or a second drip coffee at this time. And it's like, again, another one of those little simple pleasures. I'm out anyway. I'm doing all the hard work. I'm doing these tasks. So it's just a nice little treat and much needed on a Monday. On to step four, which is unload and organize. So when I get home, I clean up the fridge, I unpack everything and put it all away. Having just done groceries, I'll usually make myself something to eat at this time. Another way to reduce anxiety is to make sure you're well hydrated and nourished because no one likes to be hangry and no one's spouse or family likes to be around you when you're hangry. I also really make it a point to make myself something to eat because you don't really need to buy lunch when you just filled the fridge with a lot of amazing things. So that's one thing. But also having everything neat and tidy also helps set the tone heading into a chaotic week. So if you have a few extra minutes, don't just throw everything everywhere. It really helps to get things organized. 
Step five is get situated. After I've unloaded and organized, I get settled somewhere cozy around the house, usually my office or our dining room, and I get caught up on emails, messages, check some news, and take a look at my calendar. At the beginning of the day, in the very morning, you know, when I'm on my walk or whatever, I've for a long time now made it a point not to be on my phone and not to check my phone because I feel like waking up and immediately responding to everyone or just being bombarded by the day's news or messaging that's a great way to induce anxiety but also it's like very reactive and responsive so to give yourself some peace I highly recommend once you're situated then look at all of that. At that time, I confirm any events, meetings, outings, or get-togethers for the week, and I get to move things around in my calendar with ample time so that everything flows well. And really just looking at my calendar or my schedule doesn't stress me out. Hot tip, make things work for you. I know we recently talked about this on the podcast in our Investing in Friendships episode, but this is also a great time to take a moment to reach out to friends, ask them how their weekend went, make those plans for the week ahead or the next couple of weeks. You're already in that kind of like catch-up mode, so this is a great opportunity to reach out to your friends. It's also another great opportunity to take stock of any deadlines or assignments, and start making a list of my priorities to tackle for the week or goals that I want to hit. If I have anything urgent to get to, I can start to work on it from there. But kind of once I know what I'm going to be looking at, this is when the sixth and crucial weekly step comes in, which is my finance check-in. So at this point, I open up my banking app on my phone or my computer. I open up my budget and check out what's going on in my accounts and with my money. If I used a credit card to pay for anything while I was out doing errands, I'll pay it off. If bills need to be paid or I'm able to add some more money to savings, I'll move some money around. If I have any e-statements, I'll mark down their due date in my calendar with a reminder, just like, hey, you know, visas do this day. And again, writing these things down is really helpful for me. The weekly check-in is like a great reminder of where I'm at. And it's honestly like a little wellness check on my finances. That can be really good motivation for the week ahead. Before I kind of wrap up this episode... Now that we've gone through the reset routine, I'll just kind of run quickly through these steps again. So number one is morning walk. Number two, errand prep. Number three, errands. Number four, unload and organize. Number five, get situated. Number six, finance check-in. Now, Just another little disclaimer or reminder, this routine 
does not need to be performed on Mondays. I realize that my flexible work from home schedule doesn't reflect everyone else's, so it's really important to pick a day that works for you. If you're off on a Thursday or a Friday or if you prefer Sundays. But if you can make Mondays work, I guarantee you, you'll become a Monday person with this reset. It really is just such an amazing way to start the week. And I really feel like when you feel like your day has been well spent and fulfilling, it is such a great feeling. And when you can get this done, like get your week set up in the first half of your day, it's even better. So again, I will link out to the resources I mentioned in this episode in the show notes. There will also be a blog post on this if you want more detail, if you want everything in writing. And I would really love to know how this benefits you if you try this reset routine. So feel free to leave a review, a comment on any of Shmoney's platforms. And I'm really interested to hear, particularly from those who may run a little anxious, because I found this reset routine really valuable to me in reducing anxiety and just helping me stay calm, enjoy my days more, get more of my time back. I would love to hear how or if it benefits you. And of course, if you have your own little reset routine, I'd love to hear about that too. I hope you really enjoyed this little Hone Your Habits series episode installment. And I will see you next week on Shmoney Radio. Thanks for listening. Oh, and have a happy Monday whenever that's next for you. This is Shmoney Radio. Yeah. <laughs> is this thing on?